Hi, I'm Matt Sabatello. And I'm Richard Johannesson, and we are TickBootCamp.com. And we're taping today from our studios at Tick Bootcamp. And we're going to tell our origin story today. Uh, the reason Matt and I started to work together uh, on this project of this podcast is because, uh, strangely enough, I didn't want to be Matt Sabatello. And what I mean by that is uh, I am a father of four children, and my youngest child <clears throat> in the not-too-distant past had graduated from high school. And um, at the time that she had graduated from high school and she was making her decision to go to college, uh, my business started to uh, struggle. And we had to go through a reformation of our business so that we could produce more uh, income so that we could both support the business and support our children's uh, educational um, needs. And, um, and while I was in the midst of, of struggling with the reformation of my business and struggling with uh, coming up with how I was going to finance my um, daughter's, uh, my, my fourth daughter's education while I was in the middle of paying for my third daughter's education, uh, both of whom were attending private colleges. Um, I, quite frankly, was uh, uh, suffering from uh, anxiety um, early in June. And uh, it was at specifically on June 2nd of 2018, I was uh, in the midst of um, a very anxious moment. And the way I deal with my anxiety generally is to, um, is to exercise and to do work. And I decided uh, on that date that I was first going to exercise. And then uh, after I exercised, I decided I was going to do some work in my yard um, to stay busy and, and to be productive and to get our yard ready for a graduation party that we were going to be hosting for my daughter who was graduating from high school. So I, um, I, I was able to um, you know, successfully work through the anxiety that I was suffering from that day and, um, and, uh, and fixed up my yard so that it looked beautiful, beautiful and, it was, and it was getting, uh, we were getting it ready for, for the graduation party. And at the end of that day, uh, I was filthy, I was dirty, I was sweaty in part because of uh, anxiety, sweat in part because of uh, doing all the hard work. And I took my dirty shoes off, I went into my house, went directly up to uh, my bathroom and uh, took off my dirty clothes and turned on the shower. Took off my glasses, went into the shower and began to shower. And because I was so dirty, I, I would customarily use a, a sponge. I didn't use a sponge that day because I was so dirty. I didn't want to get the dirt on the sponge. And I was washing my hair with my hands and I was washing my body with my hands. And as I ran across uh, my left leg, I, uh, I felt something, and I, I ran my fingers over over the, the 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 bump that I felt again. And when I looked at it, um, I saw that I had uh, bitten by a tick. Well, uh, I went from uh, from being uh, feeling good after the exercise and the hard work and um, and uh, and overcoming the the challenges that I was feeling to feeling even more anxious. I had a rush of anxiety. Um, I was sweating in the shower. Um, I started to feel this like really deep-seated pain in my stomach because I, 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 I knew that I was not going to be able to meet my children's needs. Um, I knew when my children who needed me the most uh, during this expensive time of their uh, educational lives, um, I wasn't going to be able to complete the reformation of my business and to support them through these times because I was going to get sick. I, I just knew that I was going to get sick. And the model for this horrific uh, fear that I had was my friend, Matt Sabatello, who just introduced himself. So um, after, I, uh, after I pulled the tick off my leg and I wrapped it in toilet paper and I got out of the shower, the first thing I did is I called Matt Sabatello and I said, Matt, what can I do 
not to become you? And thankfully, Matt was not offended by that question, and Matt's going to share with you why uh, he wasn't offended. That's right, Rachel. I was absolutely not offended. Um, my life sucked. I don't want anybody's life to be my life. I suffered for two years with debilitating symptoms. I was out of work for almost a year, and it took two years to get a proper Lyme disease diagnosis. I was so sick that I couldn't even walk to the bathroom. I was literally peeing in a cup. I was having seizures, hallucinations, and I was very fearful that I was going to die. There was a great fear that my life was going to end before I had a diagnosis. So it was a very scary point in my life. Um, after treatment, I am still not 100% recovered, and I don't want anybody to have to go through what I went through, nor be where I am today in my life. So as you can imagine, my anxiety level was really high, because if I went through the same experience that Matt Sabatello had gone through, um, my children would have been failed, and I would, have, I would have felt like a failure as a father, because I would not have been able to provide for them uh, what I was always working towards providing for them, which was an education and, and beginning their lives uh, debt-free uh, in, in a way that my wife and I were not able to begin our lives. So we, had, we had years and years of student debt that we, that we were hoping our children would not, uh, would, not have to, um, would not have to deal with when they began their lives. And, <clears throat> and uh, I then asked Matt, what do I do, Matt? What, you know, what's your advice? to me and Matt's uh, only actionable advice because Matt did not know he was bitten by a tick. He began to show symptoms of Lyme disease without having discovered that he had been bitten by a tick um, was to go to a doctor and bring my tick with me. So I called the doctor that day, called the doctor's office um, that day and the doctor's office was not able to schedule an appointment for me to see a doctor for three weeks. So um, I, I asked if there was some alternative because I was um, because I was concerned that uh, that I needed to uh, instinctively see a doctor sooner than that, and they were able to get me in to see the physician's assistant um, four days later. So I um, I then uh, I then began to uh, do some research on uh, on Lyme disease uh, and 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 tick bites, and um, what I felt was even a greater amount of anxiety, in part because I wasn't able to find any actionable information, and in part because there was conflicting information, and the large volume of information was really difficult to sort through because there was just so many differences and disagreements and battles about whether or not even uh, chronic Lyme disease existed. Uh, so uh, I, I was anxious that there, that there was this war going on. As it turns out, there is something called a Lyme war uh, that is going on in the in the academic and the medical medical communities. And and I just felt like there was no actionable information. So um, I uh, I went to the doctor uh, doctor's office and I visited with the PA and and I had a very bad experience. And the bad experience began by me handing um, the uh, Ziploc bag with my tick in it to the physician's assistant, and I showed it to him, and he looked at it, and he handed it back to me. And then, uh, and then I, I, I then asked him to look at the tick with me because the tick had a white spot on its back, and I, and, and I asked him whether or not the white spot on the back of the tick was significant, and he said, oh, that's interesting, and he handed it back to me again. So then I asked him, um, does the, does the, does the uh, species of the tick have an impact on the way that you think I should be treated? And he said, no. So I said to him, well, is there any test that you can give me to determine whether or not I am, I am sick from Lyme disease or any other, any other tick disease? And he said, no, um, that there would be no test that could determine whether or not I was sick until after I did get sick. That the only test that was available would test my immune system's response to, um, to Lyme disease. And, and they would only test to see if there were antibodies that indicated that, um, that my body was responding to the Lyme disease. 
So I then asked him, so what are my options? And he said the only option he could offer to me was a, a prescription of doxycycline. Um, he said that um, had I gone into the doctor's office earlier, he could have given me a single dose of doxycycline, but because I waited so long to get into um, the office, I had to take five days of doxycycline. Of course, that, that had me upset with, uh, with his office because they wouldn't allow me to go in to see them for four days. And if I had waited to see the doctor, it would have been, it would have been several weeks. Um, and uh, he, he then told me that doxycycline was, uh, was a very aggressive um, uh, medication uh, that uh, it created a number of issues. And the one that sort of struck me the most was he said that in some cases people um, feel emotionally unstable because the... Uh, the um, the uh, medication would uh, would change the composition of, of my gut health. So um, after that experience, uh, I then rang up my friend Matt Sabatello again, uh, and Matt started to give me some more detail about his experience as um, as as a, uh, a as a chronic Lyme uh, patient. Yeah, my response to Rich was, Rich, you think you've been failed by the medical community? You're right, but you have no idea. You have no idea what I went through. You were failed with a proper process to identify the tick and to get the proper treatment when you identified the tick. What I went through was a complete failure by the medical community over two years to get diagnosed properly with Lyme disease. I was failed by countless specialists, countless general care physicians, and it took two years of debilitating symptoms where I was completely disabled to get a proper diagnosis. And every step of the process, I was failed by the medical community. And it is clear that the medical community is not able to handle the severe, severe problem that we have in front of us. So when Matt and I started to talk about the failures of the, of the medical community, we began to do uh, more and more research on the issue of Lyme disease, Lyme disease diagnosis, tick diseases, and tick disease diagnosis. And what surprised me the most, um, and I'd like you to weigh in on this, Matt, is that we are, uh, we are lifetime residents of Long Island. Long Island is ground zero for, for Lyme and tick disease. The ticks that were, that were captured and tested uh, when, the, when the Lyme disease bacteria was, was identified were captured on Long Island yeah. by a doctor who is currently at Stony Brook University, which is our which is our uh, you know our, our major trauma university here on Long Island. So it was it was it was shocking to me that doctors and physicians assistants were so poorly equipped to deal with this challenge. Matt, I, I don't know if you you felt the same way. Absolutely. So it's it's a hundred percent fact that doctors on Long Island are not equipped to handle Lyme disease. And here we are in 2019, and New York State is prepared to eliminate the little budget they did have for Lyme research from their budget. So this is a major problem. It's getting worse, and the government agencies aren't recognizing it, and doctors are not up to par with where they need to be with this, with this epidemic. And it's, it's just such a major problem that needs to be addressed, and I don't think we're making any progress or have made any progress since I've been diagnosed four years ago. But there is some good news, and one of the things that we discovered during the course of our research is that embedded in our DNA is the code that protects us or allows us to protect ourselves from ticks, tick attacks, tick bites, and, and Lyme disease. And what was most exciting about some of the research that we were doing, Matt, at least from my perspective, was that was that largely the reason we're having the challenges with, with Lyme disease um, is that we're self-ignorant, that we really don't know enough about the, the, the biological systems that are available to us to protect ourselves from yes. this challenge. And 
Um, when I started to look at um, started to look at the research, I, I came to the conclusion that there really are three separate areas that if we explore them in detail, we can protect ourselves so we never have to come in contact with the medical community because we know the medical community is not equipped to, to resolve the challenges that are presented, whether they're presented at, at my level, where, uh, where I found a tick and I immediately went to the doctor, or at your level where you fall into the 50% category where you didn't even know you were bitten by a tick and you began to show those symptoms. And, 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 I, and I think the research is showing pretty clearly is that if, if you follow um, avoidance techniques, detection techniques, and early and intervention techniques, rather than ticks hacking us, we can hack the ticks. Right, and, and the goal is here for all of you to never become a Matsabatello. We don't want you to become chronically ill when this can be avoided. With these tools Rich just described, you never have to be Matsabatello, and you can avoid the hell that I went through. So we're asking you to join us on our journey. It's a journey that will, will allow you to protect yourself and your family by becoming self-aware, by losing the ignorance that we currently have of the tools that we have encoded into our DNA and will allow us to protect ourselves and our family. So please join us on this journey. Please give us feedback on this podcast and all of our future podcasts. And, and we're, going to, uh, we're going to be taping our next podcast and releasing our next podcast next week. And next week, we're going to talk about who we're making this podcast for. And the title is going to be, Who Are You?